0: This is Aikido Discuss, your regular weekly Aikido podcast, where we talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hunt, head instructor at Aikido Fresno. With me today is...
1: Josh Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido Fresno.
2: And Maya Salana McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido Fresno.
1: All
0: right, right, we're
1: doing it. I was
2: trying so hard not to gulp water in the microphone. Uh, (laughs)
1: Oh, man. And then I was just going to do it right now.
2: We had to turn off the air conditioner to record, and it already has gotten hot in here. It's that time of year.
1: Officially, summer in Fresno, which if you've never been, (laughs) may May equals summer. (laughs) It's probably like summer in lots of places. (laughs) (laughs) It's hot. Not Australia. It's true. Well... But they have summer. It's just just not right. Well, yeah, they have now. summer, but not now. Right now. Yeah,
0: right now it's not. Summer right now either. it's yeah. not. Yeah.
1: It's
2: Whenever fall. we end up going back to the dojo, we're all gonna be screwed. Uh, yeah, we're gonna, gonna, gonna be, be training in hundred degree heat in the dojo and and not Maybe. Have acclimated. It could
1: be winter. Who knows? True. Yeah, my True, be yeah we'll the see way things what happens.
0: <laughs> we'll see. All right.
1: So uh, this week's episode, I don't exactly know where this came from. I think someone <laughs> may have been may have mentioned it, either. Um, In one of the group chats or possibly in one of the YouTube videos. Yeah, I think it was on one of the YouTube videos. um, And they were asking about uh, competition in Aikido and and what that might look... Well, if there was such a thing and what that might look like. Um, And then I think in other discussions I have had in the past little bit, this has also come up... um, as sort of a a catalyst for pushing the art forward like that competition could competition serve to uh to make aikido better because people will have a reason to get better yep so um and then also i think you just see it all the like he asked people asking about it
0: all the time like yeah. is it it's there fun a, you know i mean competition is yeah. fun it's fun from the perspective of watching it like oh let's see some people mix it up who are good at this and it's also fun from the perspective of oh maybe i could do that that would be fun
1: yeah
2: people a lot of people are goal-oriented and and so having the 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 motivation of working towards preparing for a competition of some kind and you know hopefully winning competitions like that's exciting to people yeah. and that is um you know pushes arts forward yeah.
1: well and i think from a like a business standpoint you know having something like that would be nice because there are all sorts of opportunities to pluck money from people when you start and I mean I don't want to be like sound cat but (laughs) I mean it's true right when you have competitions there are people who put on the competitions there are you know federations that sponsor the competitions there so there's all sorts of stuff that goes into it and then on the flip side like you were saying people people are into it so yeah it does give you a reason to go to class because you need to
0: get better because otherwise you will embarrass yourself i don't think crossfit <laughs> would have become what it became if it if oh, it wasn't without the for competitions competitions. Yeah. competitions really drive people to do things you know and and it's nice and it's the push some people need you know like um i mean there's definitely a time in my life where i was really interested in competitions and competing and like if you're trying to figure out who you are and push yourself um it's good you know i think you got this josh from tests a lot you know like right that same
1: so and that was going to to be my, my other thing is, is, is in Aikido, we don't necessarily have a lot of those touch points where, um, we can mark our progress or whatever. It, it, a lot of times just becomes like on you to kind of self monitor. I mean, we have tests, but they're very kind of sporadic sometimes. Um, and so it becomes very much about you wanting that personal drive to get better. And I think maybe this is one of the reasons that we we stagnated, um, because as teachers what do you, why do you need to get better other than for your own like desire right. and so if that desire isn't there then then what do you have you know
2: yeah and that's not to accuse people of not having like internal motivation because i think no just it's just that like um having an external motivation for something such as like oh i'm trying to prepare these people for a competition of some kind or i'm trying to prepare myself for a competition of some kind like provides that um that push for people to really um have to push themselves hard it's kind of like um you know that kind of person procrastinating kind of people that like need the the stress of a deadline to really push themselves to do well and so um, those kind of people, if they don't have that deadline of sorts, then it's easy to just kind of go, well, I'm good where I'm at. Everything's yeah, fine, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so, but there is Aikido that, there is competition in at least one branch of Aikido. Sure. Correct? Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, can you tell us Yeah. What more does it, yeah, what does that
1: look like? Because I, th- I probably, I think that I've seen it, but uh, I, you know, I'm not. If you asked me
0: to describe it, I wouldn't be able to do that for you. Um, yeah, so it looks – I mean, there's there's a couple different styles, and I mean, I've never competed in it. Um, but there's uh, the, the style that they're most known for, which is um, – the, there's a uh, – I think they call them she – that has the knife and then another person who doesn't and then there's a scoring system and one person tries to stab the other person and and then they switch and the other person gets the knife and mm-hmm. they try and stab each other so you know it's it's kind of like a don't get stabbed and yeah. then uh, once you've controlled the knife i think once they're in contact the guy with the knife can't stab and then the other guy's job is to to try and throw and and the guy with the knife's job is to not be thrown and i think try to make distance again and stab again um, and there's a point system, you know, I, I've, I've not spent, I've never competed in it. I've never spent a lot of time uh, working with it, but, um, I think a lot of people's problems with, um, Shotokan, Shotokan karate, uh, karate, uh, Aikido is, um, yeah, not to be confused two. Yeah, right, right um, please. but, uh, is, uh, is that it, it, it's kind of strange. Like, you know, it, what's happening is, is a little weird, you know, it's not like, like one person has a knife and their job is just to, to cut the other person as many times as possible and, and make escapes and stab and you know, all that like the rules are really kinda contrived and so I think it makes it a weird tool. I think mm-hmm. to a lot of people looking at it, it's like, oh that's kinda weird, you yeah. know? Well and I think that's one <clears throat> of the the
1: problems that occur when you have competition is that there has to be rules and those rules have to be uh contrived. And once you start playing to the rules, and that's what happens invariably when people, um, you know, get into competition, right? You want to play to the rules. If the rules are not very specifically set out, weird stuff starts popping up.
0: I think something you said there is really important, which is like um, anytime you have a contest, some kind of competitive thing, you're going to have to have a rule set. um, And those rule sets are contrived. And I think a lot of people will say like, well, MMA is not a contrived rule set. And it's like well but it, you can't kick on the ground right. you can't you know and it's like you say things like this you know they're like well those are sensible rules and you're like you can't hit the back of the head you can't you know and they're like right. oh the, well these are all sensible rules and then you go okay, well, you can't bite and you can't claw. And it's like, well, those are very sensible. Of course, those things are are very sensible. It's like, you can't sneak a lead pipe in and hit somebody with like, well, well, of course, why would we bring a lead pipe in? It's like, man, you can't have your friend jump the fence and then help you beat the other guy. Well, that's sensible. You can't hire someone to turn the lights out. And so you can beat them up in the dark. You know, it's like, when you start saying this, it's like, you know, for everything people will say like, well, that's reasonable. That's not a contrived rule. And it's like, well, but that's nothing like a fight is. Right, right. I mean, if someone wanted to come into my house, I definitely would hit him with lead pipe. Have my wife turn the lights right. out. Um, try and shoot that motherfucker. Get someone <laughs> right. else involved. Like, I mean, you know, like this is this yeah. is what's going on in the house. Like, um, and so like it's really contrived towards a real contest between two people. Right. You know, and the reason we want that is because we actually want a real contest between two people. And what I mean by that is. You know, anytime some other thing is introduced that makes gives one person an advantage, we go, oh well, that's not fair. Because there what we just, want to see is a struggle. There's right.
2: just so many variables that can come up in conflict that it's like let's control for lots of those variables so we can really see how two guys of similar size and of similar skill level would do against each other in this, um, in this situation right. under these uh, right. set right. Of rules. And
1: that's the fun from a competition perspective, a spectator. That's fun to watch because no one would want to watch a dude get murdered. You know, like no one would want to watch someone just get stabbed a bunch and then be like, well, of course he was going to get stabbed. We knew that was.
0: And, And while that sounds like an ideal thing, it's also the absolute antithesis of what you want in actual conflict. In actual conflict, I want to have a huge advantage where no one can possibly defeat me and I cannot get hurt. And that's what I want. So meaning if I could have a sniper rifle and be, you know, Four hundred yards right. away, bam! That's what I want. But that's a boring competition. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that, that I think be.
2: people have a hard time conceptualizing that all rule sets are contrived by nature for sports because other sports um, are we are don't have like an equivalent in quote unquote real life. So, like soccer, for example, you can't use your hands in soccer. You can't pick up the ball right. and throw it. Um, and everyone's like, well, yeah, of course. That's yeah, soccer. You kick with your right. feet. Yeah, it's, those are the
0: rules of the, the game. game. No, right.
2: um, but it's like, it's this circular logic because everyone like everyone knows soccer as this set of rules and therefore, of course, you would have those rules. So it's like, like people aren't able to see that all rule sets are very arbitrary and very contrived. At some point, they were set. We all agreed on, upon them and that's how we play it now. But it's the same thing for martial arts. It's just that... We're trying, in a sense, to mock up something that could happen in real life randomly. Not that sports couldn't just evolve randomly out and, you know, kids could invent a game on the right. streets. like. But, like, it's just that people, when they compare sports to other sports, it's like, well, yeah, of course sports have rules. That's just how it is. But it's like, we're doing the same thing in martial arts, but all, all rule sets are contrived. I don't know if that makes any sense yeah, what I'm saying, no, but it's like, I think it makes it hard for people to think about why we need rules, why we have them. And that I without mean, them, it would be a very different thing.
0: You, you see this in American football just about every year when they change the rule sets right. a little bit and then one team's real pissed off cause they're like, well, we have a running game right. and this, this new rule set doesn't favor the running game. And right. you know, you yeah. see stuff like that all the time and it's like, well, those have to get put in place because someone's gaming the system right. and because they're gaming the system, it makes it unfun for right. everything, but this one boring thing, right. you know?
2: And I think that's very human nature, you know, is that's what we do. Once we learn the rule set, so to speak, the the rules of our world, whatever those rules are. you game we, it. You game it. You figure out how to, yeah. to to play things right at the edge of the rule set so that you can get the best advantage you possibly can. And that's what everyone does always. Yeah. Um, and, and not in like any kind of negative, uh, sinister kind of way. That's just, yeah. we're good at that. We're, well, as humans. And, and,
1: you know, what ends up happening I- in martial arts, I think, is that the game... Uh, becomes the art you know mm-hmm. so like if you look at Kendo like Kendo is not sword fighting you know Kendo's not even Kendo even, Federation
0: says up front it's this not is even not dueling fighting.
1: you know I mean it's not um, and the same way with like uh, fencing sport. you know if you look at a fencing match and you see some of the things that count as scores you you would just be like uh, okay you know if if you were thinking about it in a martial context so if if you were to have a competition for aikido, you know how do you keep it from how do you keep the the spirit of the thing that you're trying to learn, right? Without it being something else entirely, com- entirely, yeah.
0: I mean I have uh, – I put a lot of thought into this at one point in my life, and I came up with a rule set for Aikido that I thought was pretty reasonable, and not enough people have ever played it to, to break it. And so, you know, I mean you need thousands of people to play a rule right, set right, to right. break it, yeah, and yeah, then to, when they break it, then you have improved yeah. the rules, and that's the way it goes. But um, I made a, a rule set for it, you know, and as I got into that and realized like, oh, it's pretty good, I realized there were still lots of problems with it, and I was like, well – it's not like you really have can have a game. It's like you need like 10 games. Right. And those games need to all work on different aspects. And you can't put them all into one thing because it becomes too much. And so it's like, you know, well, this aspect we'd train here and this aspect we'd train here, you know? And, and then.
2: Be more like an Aikido decathlon. Yeah, like
0: right? yeah, exactly. So, right. so it's a yeah, little yeah. bit like
1: skateboarding. So, you know, skateboarding's going into the Olympics uh, <laughs> or it was going to before the Olympics it got canceled. canceled. <laughs> um, and there's events, you know? So there's like. Uh some people skate the vert skate, some people skate the street skate, and some people do whatever. I think it's mean, like exactly what you see in skiing right. or in anything, you right. know, like yeah. And so uh so you're suggesting that there would need to be multiple that there might need to be multiple yeah. events
0: or whatever. Yeah. So you would have yeah. And so then as I realized this, I was like, well, why don't people in dojos just have different training drills to work on these different things? And and then we don't, <laughs> then we really don't have to need, need competition. a competition, right? You just, we could you just, just train those things right. like that. And, and then I was like, oh, well, what you need is training drills, you know, what you need to do is train. The Like the dog brothers have this really cool kind of thing. And I don't know how to explain it to anyone who hasn't competed in one of their events or competed. It's probably even the wrong word, but participated or gone to watch. I think you could get it from watching, but. The dog brothers, they are going as hard as they can. I mean, they're hitting you as hard as they can. But there is a be cool rule. Um, and that's all there is. No one says it. No one talks about it. But no, probably no one's going to rip your eyeballs out. Right. Now, <laughs> if someone ripped your eyeballs out, that would be fair game. I mean, no one would say you're a total bastard, but come on, you're not being cool, right. you know? And so, like, um, it's this weird kind of thing that's like – and I think this is a very tribal, very visceral thing, which is like – we all know what's pretty much cool and not cool. And so just do that. And if you do that, then we can all go as hard as we fucking want and, and get everything we want out of it and, and just be cool. But like, as something gets bigger, that's hard to do. You know, So like to me, one of the things I thought about uh, with the dog brothers is, you know, a, a big gap is just hammering someone's hands over and over and over. And it's like, if that happened too much and there wasn't anything besides hand hitting.
2: So you're just you're, – you're talking about like just aiming for someone's hands right, and hitting yeah, them repeatedly. Right, yeah, targeting someone's
0: hands yeah. and that's all you would do. you know? Right, that's and, your whole strategy. Right, and there's mm-hmm. so many little bones in right. the hand and the wrist right. that it's like they can't take that right. much of a And so batter. that that would be a very legitimate
1: strategy in this competition would be to do that because right, right. that's going to – yeah.
2: But then you'd probably fuck so many people's hands up that they would go, hey, man – Like, all of our guys' hands are getting broken. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And And
0: that's not really what we want to know about. We're not a hand-breaking art, you know? Right. um, And so, so, you know, then if a bunch of people did that, then it would be like... If we can't just be cool about it, we're going to have to make a fucking right. rule and about it. Right. You know? yeah. And and that's just the way things go. And so as something becomes bigger, just naturally, you have to put more rules in cuz more people want to game it and, and you get some egotistical guys who are, you know, like
2: Right. So that's kind of the evolution of rules then, is people just going, "Oh, be cool. Oh, these people can't be cool." So that's we have right. to make a that's explicit right. rule that's so right. that they know exactly how to be cool. <laughs>
0: yeah. If you look at, you know, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, like the Brazilians had this thing about, you know, it could be on the ground forever, but we could we could be on the ground for 2 hours, yeah. you know. And when it came into the UFC, everyone's like, "Well, that's fucking boring." Yeah, you know, right. I can't remember. I think it was like uh, Ken Shamrock and or whatever. And it was a like, yeah, you like know, a, yeah, oh, dude, hour. It was, yeah, it was <laughs> <two> forever, <laughs> and it was just like one guy holding the other guy, and he's like, "Well, this is fucking yeah, boring," you yeah. know. And they said that and they go, "Okay, well, you can't be on the ground for more than X amount of time. We'll stand you back up." And you know? that's
2: the thing about sports is it's like when you start to introduce other elements other than the people doing it for the purpose of doing the thing. Then you get all these other rules having to do with well, spectators want to see X, well, or um, you know, sponsors want to see X, you know, and so then it, the rule sets become less and less about how do we learn more about this type of conflict and more about what do people want to see, what are people interested in watching, right. you know, what do people, what, are
1: comp- what do the competitors want, also, right, you exactly. know, exactly, because a lot of times it's like, yeah, I want to do something that's fun and i would rather not get my hands right yeah exactly right exactly right um, right take a bunch of hits to the back of the head uh if i don't have and i
0: mean you know if you look at something like that i mean so so you could say oh there's a natural evolution in that which is what we need right so you could say all right look if um everyone's getting their hands broke we could either a make a rule about it or b you could develop a skill set that doesn't allow your hands to get beat all right then i'll tell you the truth um there is an inherent flaw in any kind of dueling system where you're using weapons and there's not adequate hand protection, there is no way around that. So right, meaning, right, right, right. the the thing to do then is to get a covering for the hand. Right, right. Well, now we don't have a stick anymore. We have essentially a saber right, or a, right. you know, some kind of dueling with specific specific right. weapons. Like, okay, well that's cool. And it's like, well, all right. But then what's going to happen is wrists and elbows are going to start getting broken because that's the next best targeting platform. Right. And it's like, okay, well then we'll cover those up. And it's like, well, if you're going to fight someone in your house, are you going to take time to put right, on your elbow on pads? Your and your, we,
2: right? we, we, we move farther and farther away from, uh, conflict that we could call realistic right you know right. or something that could happen in real life right quote
0: unquote and next thing you got a guy going out there with a, with a bag full of sticks and he's just throwing them at the other guy you know he's <laughs> just throwing fucking stick <laughs> after stick and then once the guy like gets fumb- fumbled up he goes out there and he beats him with one of his sticks you know like right. i mean we could just these crazy things can happen and that is real life and there's so many variables in real life that you could do fucking anything and that's why we have codes of conduct because anyone could be killed at any time right. you know yeah Well, so let – so
1: I think it would – something that would be useful, I think, to people in all of this would be to – would be a discussion of what – like, let's say Aikido did – I mean, we're all kind of in agreement, I feel like, that that we don't need the competition. But if we did or we wanted it, what it would look like and how that would be different from what most people would assume – because I, I think a lot of people are like, well, why don't we, why don't we have sparring, like, why don't, why don't, you know, why don't we have competition? Why isn't there sparring? And I think what they want to see is like, you know, some kind of MMA or some kind of like karate something,
0: right? You know, right, they're, right, they're right. picturing Karate Kid or whatever. And um, and and it, and it wouldn't be that. And I think the first thing that I would love to say, and no one would like to need to say this, but there are already a ton of competitions like that if you want that so do it and so people so then people would counter with yeah but i want to see what an aikido guy would do an aikido guy wouldn't enter into that kind of situation so if your first thought is well let's see what happens with aikido and mma it, it's stupid. If you want to get good at that, just go do right, MMA, right. and there's nothing wrong with that. It's cool. Yeah, God's not going to be unhappy with you. Um, yeah. your soul doesn't go to Aikido hell. <laughs> like you're okay. You you. It's. <laughs> let me tell you right now on the podcast, you're a good person. If you want to do MMA, there's it's great. There's nothing wrong with it. So, so if that's what you want, then just do what it is that you know. We're like, yeah. well, I don't like MMA, but what if it was just boxing? It's like, well, there's kickboxing, all yeah. kinds of variations. Yeah. Do that, or I want to fight with sword. You know, yeah. there's all kinds of. And shit. you
1: can uh, try your Aikido skills within those if you'd like and people have and they don't do
0: well um (laughs) me included so like uh, you can find out about that if you want but but people have done that journey and so then you'd say okay so and and i guess the next thing for most people who do mma or something would be well then clearly aikido sucks because it's not good at our competition and it's like well that's like saying that you know boxers aren't any good because they can't go into an mma match and win every mma match it's like well they're still good at boxing right and and that has you know that has merits And Aikido is, in my opinion, better at a bigger rule set even. So that's even better. But to me, the first... First thing you have to overcome if you want to have some kind of competition is you have to make an asymmetrical situation as opposed to a symmetrical one. Now, I think Kenji Tamiki did that, and I think that was his line of thinking when he created the 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 Shiai for his – the the sparring yeah. – for his system that has one guy with a knife and one guy without a knife. And I think he knew it had to be asymmetrical, so he made it asymmetrical, right? And it gets weird because there's other problems with that, but that was a step he took, yeah. and I think it's our correct one, which is like let's make this exchange right. asymmetrical. So there's one guy who's trying to get the other guy and the other guy's job is not to get yeah
1: yeah you got it
0: right and so the the one major style of aikido we have that has competitions has asymmetry and i think that is the first big piece of the puzzle the second piece of the puzzle i think is multiple attackers yeah um which gives people a problem they don't like this because well, my god i yeah nobody can beat up two people then the third rule of it is no one's trying to beat right, anyone right, up, right, right. right? So, I mean, the two people are trying to beat right, you up, right. but, but that not, person right, right.
2: isn't trying to beat right. anyone up. Yeah, that loops back to the first question, question which is it's asymmetrical. Right. So you can't be trying to right. beat them up like they're right. trying to beat you up. That's
0: right. Yeah, so something different's happening. But you definitely can survive.
2: Yeah, and then yes, and, that's, and
0: there, I think that's what's important,
2: and that's what's that's what I is about. That's is our showing win criteria. We can survive,
0: right? And you know, like I would do it personally. The way I would structure this, um, and and have in our classes is, you get two attackers, you get one defender. The defender has a weapon that doesn't do damage, has to do zero damage, and here's why that is because. Um, the person hitting should be hitting full force as hard as they can. If they have a weapon that will do damage, they will tend not to want to right, hit hard right. full They'll force. They'll
2: become tentative because they care about their training that's partners.
0: That's right. They care about their training right. partners, and rightly so. And also, the training partners will not attack good. Also. Yeah, that's right. And <laughs> t- and that's, I mean, that, there's an interesting thing in that because actually, if they did that, then it would be more true to true. real life I mean, because if right, someone's right. swinging a, a sure. Wakazashi yeah, 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 around, yeah, yeah. you're not, you know, you're going to... That is fair. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're going to hesitate. Twice, yeah. Right. So what I think is great is it makes it the worst situation, whereas the two attackers won't hesitate right. because it's a soft weapon, so they don't care about. Um, and then the person is um, scoring points, essentially, as they make hits, you right. know? Um, and then they're trying to to make it a duration. That's okay. it, 10 you know? seconds, 15. Exactly right. Yeah, however seconds, long. And whatever. 10 seconds is pretty hard in and yeah. of itself. Um, and then, you know, what are the rule sets? Well, they have to stay in bounds, right, within a given uh, dis, uh, space, which was uh, 20 by 20 was the set I had. Um, which I think is a, a good hard space to work in. Um, you can't get stagnated, which means they can't lock you up, so you can't use your weapon anymore. So if they grab a hold of you and your weapon's not hitting one of them, you're stagnated. That's it. You're done for. Um, if they knock you on your butt, so if you if you come down to the ground at all, boom, that's it. Or if the weapon comes out of your hand, and those are your four lose criteria, right? Um, your only win criteria is making it the amount of time and the amount of wep- uh strikes you strikes, accumulate, yeah. right? And then I just imagined you would do this as a team event where you would have three people on a team and. you'd you would have two designated attacker guys or you could swap around positions yeah. however you wanted. And then you would fight another Aikido team. And then each guy would get to be the nage once and you know, people could be yeah. the attackers and that's how you'd run your team.
2: I think that would be really fun to see. I Sure, did. it'd be yeah. it'd be
0: great. But um it's a, it's a lot of work.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and it also I feel like uh, having done it in drill form um you we you would get good at that those things very quickly. And or see how not good you were very quickly and I think it it would really uh, hone like the thing that we were doing um, because it makes crystal clear the idea of of movement and position immediately yeah. you know yeah I think
2: um, um, a major issue if we were to show this you know in in, Uh, practice what it would look like to other Aikido people. I think (laughs) you would see a lot of people go, hey, I don't see any Aikido in there.
0: You do. I mean, so (laughs) if you look at um, circa 2007, 2008 uh, at our YouTube page, you will see us doing, there's videos of us doing this, you know, Uh and you see exactly that. And what's funny is when I look at it, I see tons of Aikido. Like I see all the Aikido footwork. I see all the Aikido techniques. I see it constantly. But it's like, it doesn't look like forms. You're right. right. And like we hit that, whatever, last episode or episode before last where uh-huh. it's like, people think that the form is a technique. Like this whole giant doing six techniques in a row is the form. It's like, no, the technique is a yeah, little thing, right. you know, it's brushing the arm aside right. or clearing your right. hand with Nikkyo or Yeah. You see Ikkyo all the time. I mean you constantly, definitely see constantly. all of the Ikkyo, Nikyo Sankyo Yankyo constantly. Kokunage pretty often, Shionages appear, Kotogais appear, you know, like you see. And that's things. actually
1: if you know, I mean, truthfully, what you see more than anything is uh, if, if it is a good run. As if we'll call it a run, the 10 seconds or whatever, you see really good movement and yes, really good yes. uh, hitting, really yes. good yokumen, gyaku yokumen, Showmans, like, yep, That's what you see. Yep, That's what keeps you from uh, getting caught.
0: If you Once they're on you, chances are eh, you're going to get stagnated yeah, yeah. pretty quick. And I think yeah. that's the biggest thing. When I did that Aikido conference, whatever, last weekend or whatever, um, and trying to explain, like, you know, the, the idea is really to flip the script where it's like, The important stuff in Aikido is all the first stuff you learn, which is, like, distancing and um, clean footwork and blends and Taino hinko. And that's the most important stuff. And so when you see a competition like that, it should be mostly that stuff. And then the stuff you should see the least is, like, the big techniques, you know, like like a koshinagi or something. That's one of the last things you should see.
1: And, you know, what's interesting, I think, also to this is getting back to, like— the way that it looks and and what you would be seeing because you know if it's done right it's going to look like uh a guy just staying away and hitting people yes which eh, isn't probably all that exciting um although it could be exciting in the way like basketball jukes are exciting and yeah, or professional tag um, or, yeah yeah um or on the flip side of that if it's not good it, it's just two guys rushing and put a guy on the ground and that's also maybe
0: not the most yeah. entertaining you know i mean I, yeah i so can see how it like- can be entertaining or not entertaining um it, it's just the problem is anytime something becomes a competition then people want to game it and and like yep. then the more they game it the more you have to put in weird rule sets you know the rule set i gave you right now is really simple it's yeah. a very very simple rule set. i think i even published it like several years ago but um uh it's really simple. It's a really simple rule set. But as people start breaking it, then you got to add weird new yeah. rules. And then, yeah, I mean, that's what happens with, yeah. you know, like Tamiki Aikido, you know?
2: Well, and, and and like Josh was saying, it might not be very interesting to watch. So then people go, well, how can we make it more interesting to watch? Because we care about, like, wanting to show this Aikido competition. And so then you change it so that so it'll then last longer. Or, extra
1: points for throws or whatever, Right, you know, exactly. Like, and uh, so then
2: right. you start to get weird shit in there. And it, it skews the original intent yes. of the rule yes. set. Yes.
1: Yeah, and and I mean, if I think the rule set that you have in place is awesome, but you know, like from an Aikido standpoint, um, if you're giving points for uh, just not staying away and hits, where's the you know some people would go well, where's the where's the technique in that? You know, there's nothing. Yeah. So but- immediately they would go, well, we we need to have this many points for ikkyo and this many points right, blah, right, blah, blah, right, right, and then you do get into right. like
0: which we gets us really far away from the goal which is just to survive a right. bad situation keep, bad situation yeah. two people rushing your ass and they're not stopping for anything and you got to survive yeah. in a limited area i feel
1: like
2: you if you are really trying to make a uh, an honest attempt of try putting this kind of competition out there running in the man Minnesota. you would
1: do the running man competition <laughs> a la schwarzenegger and the <laughs>
2: No, you you if you tried to really put this out there as a competition, you'd have to put some kind of like mission statement in the rule set to say this is what we're trying to get yeah. at. Yeah. If you change or add a rule, the rule has to be in line with this idea, in keeping with this general concept. And anything that starts to step us outside of this kind of uh, context, it's getting to be something else. Right. And <laughs> some in some way of like a like some kind of constitutional like statement that says like. If you're getting outside of this thing, then we're infringing on our original intention. So,
0: you know, if you look at shooting competitions, you get things like IDPA, um, which is like International Defensive Pistol Association. And their idea was, hey, look, we don't want to exactly be competition shooters. We just all want to get better at using defensive pistols and so like the original idea was real simple you know it's like we're going to run you through these different scenarios you know and they have scenarios like you're cooking up burgers in your kitchen and yeah. someone attacks and you got to go for your gun and you know and that's cool it's, it's, a, it's a cool idea but then people are like well i want to do good at this competition so i'm going to trick my gun out and then pretty soon, they're shooting these, like, low-power low, um, low power, uh, mm-hmm. rounds, so that way the gun doesn't have as much kick, so they can put more rounds on target quicker. And it's like, well, yeah, but if you were defending yourself in your house, you wouldn't use low-impact right, right, bullets right. because you want to kill a motherfucker yeah. who's trying to kill you, you know? Yeah. And so it's like these little things – you know, you get guns that have all these, like, um, tight tolerances, so that way they fire really efficiently. But then if a little bit of dirt got in the gun, it's going to lock right. up. And, and so then – that's not what you'd want in a real-life situation. Right. That'd be a shitty gun in real life, yeah. you know?
2: I see. So even even still, people find ways to...
0: It's just the way... It is. I mean, like, I remember when I was doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and, like, it was new. I think it's standard now, but when I was doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, they had... Uh, they issued a rule that, like, um, at all the tournaments, um, that that uh, you had to weigh on right before you got on the mat. So you would wear the ghee that you were wearing, and you would weigh the second before you stepped on the mat. Because basically, I did this too, um, you would starve yourself uh, before the tournament, you'd get down to weight, and then the next day, you'd go to Hometown Buffet, and you would load up with as much food as you possibly could, and you would you know, go from, you know, whatever, 185, which was your weigh-in weight, to 200 pounds. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, I put a bunch of water in and a bunch yeah. of food 15 in. 15 pounds mm-hmm. of donuts oh. and oh, beans. Yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd be amazed. <laughs> and, so, and so then, yeah, everyone fighting a weight class up yeah. you know and so like they wanted to put an end to that so like you weigh in so then what happened was all the geese that were got super really, lightweight yeah, yeah, and yeah. all the belts that were super lightweight all got real popular yeah. you know well
1: it's weird too because in one respect you know going back to the shooting video thing you know i've seen some of those guys and in some respects it's like oh those guys can shoot because they they've done it you yeah. know and they really um, can they right really can shoot. and and so in some respects getting back to the initial one of the initial points was like um it is a good way to get people good at the thing quick. And yes. like in yes. some ways I think like Aikido has to have some sort of semblance of this. Otherwise we'll never get good. And it doesn't have to be a competition. I mean, I think the the fact that so many people seem to want the competition or look for the competition uh-huh. leads me to believe that like there might be something to it, not that you would want to do it. But there has to be something that pushes the boundaries of what we're doing for us to 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 really make leaps in the art. Right, right. I
2: think I don't know. So um, I don't know if Chris has talked about this before, but Chris has a theory that there are people that are primarily motivated to experience things, people that are primarily motivated to do to achieve and do things, and then there's people that are motivated to to think, like to think about things, and and just kind of figure out why things are going on and, and other combinations of those three. Um, and I think that, that the kind of people that are attracted to competition and that kind of thing, and, you know, getting a belt is primarily doer people. They want to achieve the thing. They want to make it happen. And, um, Aikido right now isn't full of very many of those kind of people. A lot of people that want to experience Aikido, you know, they're interested in just, um, just participating in Aikido and making yeah, beautiful the hakama, right? Exactly, yeah, making beautiful there, Aiki and that kind of at thing. Kanji. It's a very different kind of person, um, and so like we're missing out on all those doory kind of people. And if they come into Aikido, maybe they come in, get all the belts, and then go, okay, I'm bored now. Yeah. I want to go to something else and get, you know, compete or get other belts in other martial see, arts and, you know. And
0: actually, I guess I'm guilty of this, too. Like, yeah. you see this a lot in, like, Aikido people who are teaching something else now. And they'll mm-hmm. say, like, I did Aikido and I did it for, like, three years and I got a black belt. And then I decided, no, I didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Which like, is almost exactly what I did. I mean, I got my black belt and then it was like, uh, I got in a fight and I was like, oh, well, I need something better. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it, if it wasn't for the Dog Brothers thing I, that drew me back in, you know, just when I thought I was out. Oh, they they pulled drew me, me back yeah. in. Um <laughs> Anyways, but like, you know, I, I would have just let it go. But yeah.
2: And so I think um, we are losing out on those kinds of people uh, because we don't have some kind of thing that attracts that yeah. kind of person.
1: Yeah. It's interesting. So uh, going back to skateboarding, you know, uh, like in so skateboarding, like w- recently, when competition started being a, a big thing and they had the big, huge competition, lots of money, that's when like tricks started going out hmm. of control and everything. I mean, and now it's just freaking wide open in terms of like tricks being done. Um, and that's because there were comp, there was a con, there were competitions that were driving it. There are a lot of like old school skateboarders who really don't like that. You know, they can still watch the, the tricks and stuff and, and be in awe. But for them, it's like, ah, the art is gone out of it. Right, you know, right, right, it's right. now these kids are out there doing tricks and every kid, you know, uh, has all of this, you know, uh, stuff behind him that can help him be better and better and better and better. Um, and you lose some, maybe some of the, even though, right, even though the tricks are, like, way more technical, the maybe it, less creative, you right, know, that it loses sort loses of
2: that, like, grassroots yeah. heart and, you know, art and, of
1: it. Right, and so it's like, yeah, you, 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 you need to have, but on the flip side, you know, with Aikido, I feel like we don't, there's no there's not even a balance to it it's just one side and not really anything on the other you know
2: yeah i don't know i mean i think there's a lot of potential for it to go go south in terms of competition for things to get off track as we've talked about but i think maybe it would be really good to see people do that because it might bring some breathe some fresh life into aikido and, and it would attract those kind of people that are like yeah let's get in there and figure it out and compete a whole bunch and figure out how to be good at this thing and you know very like. Especially very young physical people, which is what we need right now, is people that are, like, breathing more life into this. And it would also
1: be cool for once, and I think it would help clarify some things for people who do Aikido, to get someone who maybe uh, did another martial art, boxing or whatever, Mm -hmm. and put them in this competition and see if, again, in this rule set, how they would do. Right. You
0: know? And then you
1: could go, like, okay, now... How well is yeah, your jiu-jitsu? You ju- ju- now. You, you know, your right. jiu-jitsu isn't going to help you at all if the minute you get locked down, you're out, you, you right. lose, right? right? And so, also,
0: you know, 90% of your jiu-jitsu training is useless if the second you stagnate him, then that's right, it. I right. mean, like, so a majority of the training right. you do is out the window. That would
2: be really good because so. a lot of people can only conceptualize, like, especially now because popular arts are tending around sport martial arts. Um, which have rule sets, um, people that ask those kinds of questions, like, well, how would Aikido do in boxing? How would Aikido right. do in – How a- would a-
0: boxing do in Aikido? Right,
2: right, you right. Could, exactly. You so could so if you show had, them like, – If we had our rule set, then we could say, well, come over to our rule set and see how you do with us. Right, Beca- right. But because we don't have that right now, we have nothing to say, look how you would do in our our right, world. Right. Yeah. We and don't I mean, have a world to show them y- right now like, tangibly. And,
0: and, I mean, I want to say this to people like – Um, Because I mean, I had different little people, different people contact me and be like, you know, like, oh, yeah, let's uh, get these guys together. Do you want to be part of this group of people that are all, you know, all this stuff? Here's what really needs to happen. And I tried to do this a couple years ago, just failed through. But like you need to get like a youth group or something like some kind of like, you know. 40 kids that go to some, you know, after-school program or yeah. something, and then you need to, like, create a structure to teach them the basics of Aikido and then put the competition together and let them run it over and over just and over. Let I them mean, play, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, you know, if the opportunity presents itself, I would definitely do this, but it's, it's like, it can't be, like, you know, oh, well, let's just grab, like, these three named guys who are ahead of Aikido and then let's do this thing. Because that it, it will have to develop, like it will have to develop, and so the way really to do it is to get brand new people, right. people who and don't teach right, them, right. and then see what skills they actually need. And I would almost guarantee not having done this, but I would almost guarantee that the skill sets you're seeing from regular Aikido training are exactly the skill is, sets yeah, they need. Yeah, yeah, you
2: know? yeah. Well, it's good with. But kids. it's not
0: going to be Ikkyo.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, it's going to be Ikkyo. Well, it's just not right.
0: going to be the form. It's not going to be katatero do um, was like. right
2: to the ground with the pin the I
0: mean what you, what everyone's gonna get good at is evading and moving quickly and right. uh distancing right. that is what everyone's gonna get awesome at and then right. those who don't get awesome at it might get lucky and pull off a technique and then those who can't do that will be taken down and yeah. I mean that's just I mean it's just the way it'll work um and it'll be beautiful yeah someday it might maybe happen. maybe someday it'll happen I don't know I've uh, the, every now and then I'll see some like fresno youth program and i'm like oh wonder well, if i could just slide in Slay, there and yeah. pick up those kids hey like, kids get the, <laughs> you hey can't kids. really drive around with it. you want to come play a game with us kids <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you know what's funny? Come G- out to G- our... Jugurakano G- kind of literally did that. Like, there's stories of him like hearing about some giant kid in like some province, and he would like get in the car and go over there and talk to the kid's parents and be like, so he can stay at my house, and he'll learn judo 24-7, and <laughs> I'll educate him, and I'll feed him. And the parents are like, sure, that sounds good. And he would take the kid, and he would make him some judo beast. Maybe be all, all right, what there do you, you guys go. think of him? Like That was a much
2: more trusting time. That's
0: what we need to do. We need to start. <laughs> Maybe
2: also a much more poor time, where they were like, please
1: take yeah, our please, son. We yeah, don't have to feed it, him yeah. anymore. Yeah. Well, hey, we... All I know we, now, might, we might be getting Rubbing that. my hands
0: together. <laughs> my hands together.
1: <laughs> I'll take your kid off here. Of Don't gotta feed him
0: anymore. <laughs> How many kids you got? <laughs> any of them big? I'll any teach them him my kids. Any of them big and fast? That's <laughs> what we need. Bring them on. Big over. fast boys.
1: <laughs> oh, Ooh, all right. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, I think that I hope that answers some questions or puts some thoughts in people's heads about you know competition and what it really means because i just feel like you see it all to be one well what about aikido it just and it's like yeah you
0: know there are also
1: there are people who have thought about it you know and i mean i
0: think the most important thing to understand is go who wins boxing versus aikido boxing? Boxing. Right, right, right. Who wins aikido versus wrestling wrestling? Wrestling. Right. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't whatever who wins kendo versus aikido kendo? Right. Kendo. Right. You know? Like right. so so it's like there's a if there's a purpose built thing, then it does well at right. that. And right. so if you want to see how aikido does, you've got to put it on its own right. terms right. first. Yeah. You got to flip it. Flip it.
1: Bring flip a, it. bring
0: a, bring a kendo guy in. Chris yeah. did that. How that did work that. out for you? It's, it's very challenging. It's very <laughs> challenging. I was actually debating the other day about putting up some videos of that, like because see, I know how it goes with videos. Like it, it's like I want to show. I see. I was real naive for a long time, and so like I would just post up anything yeah. I did. I shoot it one day and go put it yeah. up the next day and go, hey, what do you guys think of
1: this? Yeah, because it's a experiment, right? You know, right. and you don't give a fuck how it comes exactly out, exactly like, right. And but yeah.
0: everyone just sits and shits on your experiment. And it's like, well, can we say anything good yeah. about this experiment? It's a, a know, goddamn like, learning process.
1: Right. I've never done it before, right. so. Yeah, people expect you to be awesome. So what you got to do is you got to do it for, and see here's actually what would happen. So you would do it for however long it takes to get good, and then put that's a video exactly. up, and everyone, yes, and then everyone would go, ah, oh, but you've been doing this a long time, so of yes, course you're gonna be. <laughs> been yeah. doing it for a long time,
0: correct? That's what we want. That's
2: what that's training. Get good what, at things. That's what training is. Yeah, yeah. I think just like it, with anything that we talk about, it takes thought. You can't like like everyone just wants to say, well, how would IQ to do in competition? What kind yeah, of competition? Right, right, right. What would the rules of those competition look like? Have you practiced? You know what I mean? It's like all right. those things. Right. Like you got to think
0: that's
1: critically it, yeah, about that's how that would thing, be. that's the other thing. Like you know, if uh, even if you 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 have some aikido competition, you know, and you're doing it, and you bring in a boxing guy, and the boxing guy is just gonna box the aikido guy, and the aikido guy is gonna keep distance and not get hit, whatever. Um, if the aikido guy has never done that before, he's gonna get hit a whole of bunch. Of course, he's gotta and do it, it a bunch. He you know it. Um, so it's like, and that's the problem. It's like we don't have anyone who understands uh, and or does the thing enough to be
0: good at it, enough to even begin to talk. <laughs> you right, know, right, right? Right. And I mean, you know, that's all. It's a, it's a matter of logistics because I mean, one could you know naively think like, well, just do it. But it's like, ah, but you've got to find the people right. to do that. And you've got to, you know, and you know how weird it is to go up to a guy. Like, I got lucky with the Kendo guy because I knew him. It. But it's like go up to a Brazilian just a guy and go, hey, hey uh, just try and grab me. And I'm just going to fucking run away from right, you. Right. And, and let's do that for 40 minutes. Is that cool?
2: Yeah. There's just so many yeah. steps. You know, it's like people just want to jump to, okay, well, what would that look like? Yeah. Ready, go. Let's do it. Yeah. And it's like it takes, so like, I think you make gotta, a, a mission statement. You gotta, what are we trying to show? What are we trying to right. do? And then make rules. And then go, who can I do this with? Okay, now we have to practice, you
0: know, and the practice really becomes a real thing because you've got to put a lot of hours in it. And it's like doing it once is cool. You know, like almost everyone's like, oh, I got this Brazilian jiu jitsu guy and we we sparred once. It's like, yeah, one time you need to do it, you know, 80 times and then see, you know, like I would honestly say our school, we've done it this basically a lot. A lot means, I don't know, maybe we've done it 150 times, right. but it's like not with enough different people, right. not, not on a consistent basis. And I'll yeah. tell you another thing that happens, people start getting hurt. Right. So like, we'll do it and then we'll do it for like four weeks and, and then, then everyone's, everyone's busted it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, because everyone's busted up, it's like, well, we got to pull it back for a little while. And yeah. And, you, yeah. yeah. And it, not everyone, I mean, you
1: know, going back to some stuff that we've talked about in Aikido before. Not everyone is going to be able to do this. So if you're looking at having a a martial art that can be experienced and enjoyed by everyone, there are going to be some – if you're older, you may not be able to – you know, I'm probably pushing up on the limits of being able to do this, and it makes me real sad, you know? so.
2: Well, I mean, that's the other thing too. Is it's like when you like all sports, you don't just do play the game all the time. You have support drills and all kinds of yeah, other things right. that you do, and all
0: that has to be developed. I mean, it's a giant right. infrastructure right. that has to be built. Yeah, it's a and whole s- system, s- system
2: into itself. Yes.
0: If you have the drills, who the fuck cares
1: about the competition? That's exactly, and that's, right. that's where my my right. line of thinking so ended from, up going. Right, and you know, so you could do it from the other perspective and go like, Hey, we we have this competition, so now
0: we have to get drills. You could just do the drills, make the drills, and the drills. I mean, honestly, the drills uh, on a regular daily basis for most Aikido schools are much more practical and reasonable because, like, oh, we can do them for a few classes, then take a couple off, and do a couple more, and we can build you up to them, and it's much more reasonable. They work different
2: skill areas, and so if people are getting hurt, they're not getting hurt in the same areas all the time, and (laughs) you know, they're going softer, harder, softer, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're at forty-four minutes. Woo! Howdy. (laughs)
2: hey um so we didn't uh mention this but we are wanting to do another Uh, zoom when are
0: we gonna do that josh i don't know
2: (laughs) this is okay this is literally how most things go is chris goes hey when are we gonna do that guys and we're like i don't know uh
1: Uh, but we will figure it out we'll do
0: it within the next what
1: two weeks maybe we will
0: tell you for sure by next podcast okay there you go 100 percent. and if we haven't decided amongst ourselves we'll make it up on On the the spot. spot right
2: I was, I was saying we should just make it up right now. Oh,
0: I'm down with making it up right now. Josh doesn't want to look at it.
2: Oh, you're busy? I don't
0: I mean, I am busy. It's the thing. Okay. Marshall Thoughts Podcast, by the way, is having a Zoom oh, they meeting are having on the 14th. Um,
1: yeah,
2: so if yeah, you listen to uh, Marshall Thoughts Podcast, um, that's Thursday, right? Yeah,
1: that's yeah, a Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. yeah so. it's, it's 8 o'clock, I think. 8 o'clock. Yeah.
2: Oh, uh, central. shit. Central. No, Central Time.
1: Oh, Central Time. I um, think so. Yeah.
0: It's 8 o'clock Central Time, but that's Central Time for us. That's yeah. 6 o'clock, which happens to we be our can,
1: okay anyway well, but it you is should do that. you should look people should find the Martial Thoughts podcast yes and, and go and
0: go it's a or you know click through click in I don't know how you talk about these yeah, things, uh, yeah it, it, there's like 18 spots reserved so you gotta go reserve okay. spots so if you're not following him on oh, we're giving a plug it's great yeah No. Uh, but if you're not following him on Facebook go follow him on Ace, Facebook and then you can see his uh, yeah
2: Yeah, Um, and if you want to figure out when our Zoom is going to be, since uh, Josh is busy and we got to take a look at his calendar. Yeah,
0: Um, (laughs) (laughs) completely unapologetic. Do you hear that? Yep. Yep. Stay at home.
2: He's a popular guy. Yeah, yeah, I Um, got
0: things. There's a pandemic going on. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I have things.
2: He's part of the media. There's a lot going on right now. (laughs) Um, So uh, go ahead and follow us on Facebook and. if you aren't on Facebook, yeah. uh, take a look at our Patreon. Um, I believe that link is in most of our descriptions in different places. Um, just so you can see when we do post where the Zoom's going right. to be. Um, and we did
1: one of these not too long ago, and it was really awesome.
2: So, I know, and we've been meaning to do another one, and we yeah. just got busy. Um, so sorry for that. Um, but we are going to do another one. So um, thank you so much to our patrons. They make it possible for us to keep doing this podcast. So thank you to Barrett Lippi Ben Bear Wrestler Aldrich, Brian Crowley, Brooke Ferragamo, Christopher Asito, My Internet Just Took a Shit.
0: Oh, that's a great name. <laughs> I wish I had come up with My Internet Just Took a Shit.
2: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, Christopher uh. contents Constantinos Andrew, Dave Dewberry, Flor Hanowick, Francis Cordon, Franz Martinson. I feel like Franz sounds very American, so Franz Martinson. Uh, Grant Templin, Hillary Jones, Jim Gallant. Jim Sullivan, Lenny Acuna, Lisa Klein, Marcin Chis, Matt Mumford, Matt Riley, Michael Heed, Okan Ayrton, Randy Stewart, Sam Sulian, Scott Byrne, Sension Center, Sharon Okada, Spider Man in San Jose.
0: No way. I, I love it. Is love it, it.
1: Spider Man in San Jose? Like, that that's, is, the, that's, full, the, that's that is the name. That's uh, the name. And Very then nice. after that,
2: we have The Hatchet Man, uh, Thomas Polino, Tommy Siv, and Yuli Simgu. That is. Is
1: Is it is it because there's a Spider Man in Manhattan? New is York. That true? I mean, that's where Spider Man hangs out. I,
2: I don't know Spider Man right. lore, um, but I like Spider Man in San Jose. Uh, yeah, I, very that, much. That's awesome. Uh, that makes me smile. Okay. Uh, yeah. T- tip of the week. Tip of the week. Um, what did we talk about today? <laughs> wow. Competition wow. Uh, All
1: right, <laughs> man.
0: Oh, that was about three minutes ago. What <laughs> My the god? Hell were we
2: say. <laughs> Short term
1: memory. Loss. You are no longer allowed to do tip of the week. <laughs> okay, Josh, jump in there. I don't really want to do it quite no. Um uh. see if you can't just for fun come up with a, a a game that you think would be suitable to test the things you think that should be tested in Aikido. And, oh, yeah. and what and you know what that would look like.
2: Even if it's one technique i mean you know or one whatever yeah, yeah. it doesn't have to be a drill. all of aikido a drill. Yeah. yeah yeah a drill that's what those are called
1: there you go yeah so try that out find find a thing that you you think needs to be tested and, and go for it
2: um put that in your aikido notebook because you guys better all have aikido notebooks by now um
0: was that something we required i, <laughs> I yeah. was not even yeah, sh- know if you guys yeah. don't have your aikido notebooks that's it <laughs>
2: Well, no, like we talked about it, like uh, like 50, multiple 50 episodes, episodes ago, ago, ago okay. or something, huh. but um, I don't, have one.
1: I, I don't know. I have one up here. It's my it's my okay. mind notebook.
2: My mind notebook. Nah, you gotta. You I, think,
0: I think I have about sixteen. I know literally. you
1: guys. I mean,
2: judging by my memory, I would need a notebook. So, and I do have one. So, write write that that drill down so that when you do go back to the dojo, if you're not already, then you can actually you
1: do try it. that try drill it. out.
2: Cool. So, uh, yeah. Happy right. quarantining to those who are still quarantining. Yep. and yeah. um, Sheltering
1: in place. Yeah,
2: stay yep. safe do, out do there, you things. guys.
1: And we will talk at you, to you next week. Talk at you next week. <laughs> right. Bye, guys.